0: Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas
1: Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop. Well, we got a of the store for you, Ags. Seth Ott, Fighting Texas
0: Aggie Class of 2014, is the owner of Ott Insurance Agency, Odd Insurance Agency is a farmer's insurance agency that's located in Frisco, Texas. And while it's still a relatively young agency, Seth is has a servant's heart and a passion for educating his clients to achieve their goals.
1: So pass it back and listen up to Seth as he shares some good bull.
0: Well, Seth, thank you so much for joining us today on Aggie Growth Hacks. I know that we've known each other for a couple of years, but it's been really cool to see you graduate from AM and and then expand and just go on your entrepreneurial journey into where you are. And uh, full disclosure, Ags, uh, Seth is my insurance agent. So <laughs> I, I'm a little bit biased and he's the best insurance agent in the entire world. But <laughs> seriously, do appreciate you joining us today and sharing your entrepreneurial journey with us.
2: Greg, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, I do appreciate the opportunity to, ha- to have help with you as well. And like I mentioned before, Greg and Chris, I really do appreciate everything you guys are doing for our Aggie community and those uh, contributions that you're doing and trying to put us all together. So thank you for that.
0: Well, that means more than you possibly can know. Uh, there's a little, definitely a labor of love of working through this, but. Well, it has um, been beneficial really to me. I can to guarantee live. that. Awesome. Well, what do you love? Or what do you miss about no longer being a student uh, at AM? and you're, m You're up in Frisco, so you're, I'm sure you'll yep. come on down a little bit. But it's not quite like being a student. So what do you miss about being no longer being a student at AM?
2: Yeah, I, I think I miss the most um, being a student bus driver uh, at Texas A&M, uh, especially on those game nights when I would drive that cool Chris Bear and just driving the fans and the students to and from Kyle Field, you know, that bus would just be full of so much energy that it just was very exhilarating. You know, you could just feel it even after the game. You know, I would drive all the way through the game as well. But it just it's just that feeling that just keeps you like this is why I'm part of this family, this community, um, this network of great folks. Um, and I just miss the the omniance of, of being on campus.
1: Love it. Absolutely love that. So, Seth, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about insurance and you know, how you started it and give us a little bit of insight into your entrepreneurial journey.
2: Yeah, Chris, uh, you know, in insurance is, is very confusing and we love to take the educational approach so that when people buy a home or a car or, or start a business, they understand the risks they're taking on and they can then understand um, which policies best to help them and protect that as far as when they're going to need it so they can hopefully avoid financial ruin. And so how that all got started for me, I was previously an outside sales rep for a very livestock supplement company, got let go and um, started finding what's next. And another Aggie actually helped me uh, get my resume all updated again on LinkedIn. and I got found by a local uh, farmer's insurance district, uh, district manager, I guess I should say. And he said, you know what? I think you'd be great at being an owner. So that's how I got started with it. And it in his office, he had a lot of other Aggies, so it's it's not about what I do. It's the people I work with that are most passionate uh, to me.
0: So, Seth, it, is the setup that you have, is it a franchise? Is it part of a co-op? What technically, I mean, because you own your own business. It, yep. it is You come under the farmer's flag, so how does that work?
2: Yeah, so what I love about farmers as a farmer's insurance agency owner, they um, basically allow us to run our own business so i am backed by farmers in terms of i provide their products their services and so forth but my community my members uh, and clients get to know me as ought insurance agency so i really focus on that relationship i want to build a relationship to help them through the thick and the thin uh, and customize those policies so that's the difference and, um, for those that are technicality wise we're a 1099 essentially so it's kind of like a franchise i guess you could say but Farmers Pays, the Aut Insurance Agency as a 1099.
0: That's pretty cool. So when did y'all start open up the doors for Aut Insurance Agency?
2: Yeah, so this journey started for me in February of 2021. Um, I officially got my insurance license and then got appointed with Farmers in February, March.
0: So you've been at it a while. Yep. As you're growing and as you're kind of building out, your entrepreneurial ecosystem, your business, your model, your processes. What's been the most difficult thing that you've run into and then how have you hacked it to overcome it?
2: Yeah, uh, the most difficult thing I think is just like how we had to clarify the message to tell folks about how our policies are helping them overcome their struggles of what happens if they have a house fire or what happens if they have a car accident. I had to learn how to clarify the opportunities available within my agency, meaning um, we're struggling with finding ideal client. And I had to take that step back. And how I overcame that was when my wife came on board. That was probably the biggest game changer. uh, When we both jumped full in and said, this is the only opportunity we have and we got to make it work. She helped me clarify those messages and to use the right verbiage so that any prospect that would apply would understand the opportunities that are at hand and why this is a great opportunity and how we care about them. Because as leaders, I believe it's my responsibility to remove all obstacles and help them reach their Physical, mental, um, financial goals, and so just applying that is literally we've done that, and we've been getting a lot more candidates um, to apply, and high quality candidates as well.
1: Awesome. So let me ask real quick: the type of insurance that that you really focus on is it commercial, or, or are we talking, you know, personal? What, what what type of insurance do you truly is your Um, ball, I said that horrible.
2: (laughs) Yep. No, that's a great question. So, you know, with insurance, there is a lot of different things. And so our niche and what I focus on as farmer's insurance agency, you know, home and auto and life insurance for your personal individuals is the bread and butter. And that's how we love to help people. Um, I'm most passionate about life insurance as well. And helping small business owners. Um, There's a lot of small business owners even here in Collin County and Denton County where I am that don't understand some things. So I love to sit down and talk with them and let's create this game plan. They don't need the high structure policy coverage here in year one. Let's, you know, let's get what they need at year two. And I love talking to those individuals and helping create that game plan.
0: So as as you've kind of developed that game plan and you've developed the clarity is what, what I heard you say is and how you actually you cut through the noise of all the confusion With all the different policies. And again, you did that with me and I'm around insurance. I'm in the financial services world, so I I get it. But that stuff still confuses the snot out of me. (laughs) So so as you've done that, what has been the one area of clarity that you've said, okay, this is really where my clients are getting the most benefit? Is it in that life insurance area or... I mean, cause you're talking about protecting someone's home, protecting their auto. I mean, those are, that's the biggest investment that a lot of people have. yeah. And you've got to take that seriously.
2: Definitely here in, in the, the world in terms of physical realm, you know, my savior is, is the number one protection. I think of all that everybody needs to have for those that are believers out there. But outside of that, I think, you know, what allows us to do what we do. And I think the most important passion to me is that life insurance, because If I don't make it home today, I don't know what my wife's going to do. I don't want her to go through the struggles. Like I've seen some of our friends who have had a bad wreck and didn't survive. And now now they had to sell the house um, where had they chosen to get life insurance for each other. It would allow the the spouse to stay in the house and the kids to still go through school and not go through that heartache um, and see them just constantly asking people, can you can you contribute to my GoFundMe? Like, yeah, we all want to give, but there's only so much you can give where if you would have just took a portion of that and understand the availability you had with that life policy. And there's many different forms out there, as as you know, Greg, but that is my passion to find that for those folks and help them understand what part they're giving on to their insurance company, whether it's with me or not, just to give them those tools and the knowledge to overcome that potential struggle they might face. But
1: So let me ask, you know, because... Every industry is changing. I mean, every single industry yep. out there has changed from COVID, pre-COVID, yep. now post-COVID, and everything is shaped way differently all the time. So, looking forward, what are some industry trends uh, that you kind of see for the insurance industry?
2: That's a great question. And you know, as the industries are changing, you know, our lives are getting simpler, but it's also becoming more complex because we've got fancier cars higher priced vehicles, higher priced homes, you know, fancier technologies and phone and all that. And so it's getting more risk out there. And as for an insurance company, when they look at all the possibilities of risk, it's hard for just one policy now to cover that like it used to. And so it's gotten more complex. But unfortunately, the common individual out there thinks that, oh, I just need one policy and it's going to cover it all. It's not that way. So. Positioning myself still as the insurance advisor rather than just an insurance agent and, and given a policy, I want to be that advisor to let them know. Here, you need this policy. Let's add it with this coverage or this. If that is your goal that you're trying to accomplish, you know. But there's no one set thing for any one individual. It's important to have that relationship with them and say, okay, what are your goals and what are you trying to do over the next year or what? Or is it just to buy a new car? Then okay, here's this. And so I think positioning myself as that advisor. And sticking strong with that, um, that really partners well with the ideal client that, you know, farmers is looking for that individual that wants that planner to be there on the corner to call when they need it um, and help them through that process.
1: So how do you actually position yourself as that advisor versus, you know, all this technology that is surrounding us in this day and age? I mean, we've got like where you can go online and get a quote. I mean, how do you position yourself and do that to begin with?
2: Yep. So for me, it goes back to the verbiage I use. I don't offer quotes. I offer proposals. I don't offer, you know, save you 15 minutes. I'll get you this. Or I don't offer only get what you need. I want to customize this policy for you. I want to help you meet your goals. What obstacles are you facing? So I think it really comes down to those questions and using the correct verbiage and creating that relationship to position myself. And then just asking people, who else do you know that would care about this? And so I think that's the difference rather than saying, oh, go to my website and, and fill out for a quick quote. Can they do it? Yes. But I'm always going to follow up and say, hey, you know, are you sure this is what you need? I would adjust this, this, or this after we have a conversation in that respect. So asking a client, how else can I help you? And then do you have somebody else that you think would find this beneficial? And then if they have somebody like, yeah, my cousin needs to know about this too. Great. I'll call them. And I think that'll position me different from those that can just go on 1-800-whatever and get something.
0: It's all about defining the value that you bring to your customers. And, and the the insurance product is just the commodity, or that's table stakes to do it. It's the customization. I love how you said it. You said, start with their goals. Start with understanding what they want to accomplish. And then by doing that, you can offer maximum value to help. So, let me ask you, Seth, what's your goal? What's your BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal for your insurance company?
2: Yeah, my goal would be to get the agency to a point where we can have and sustain having 12 um, individuals on our team. So having 12 team members and, and allow them that's a to good be ag- a number. Yeah. yeah, And that's why I chose it. You know, the, we can work back the math on that for some of the folks that might be insurance people to understand that in that respect. But you know what that looks like? You know it looks like having five or six insurance advisors and four or five our customer care agents as well. And then you know maybe one or two um, managers for each department or office managers. And that'll allow my wife and I then to take more of that um, mile high approach and and be the leaders to make sure our team and is meeting their goals in terms of you know physical, mental, and financial goals in that respect and adding that to them because without them, we wouldn't get where we're at. So we definitely want to make sure they're meeting theirs and succeeding and surpassing them. So that would be my big, hairy, audacious goal. And when you work that activity back that you know, that meets the other numbers that everybody would always say. But I think providing that for people uh, and that leads me to my, my why, which uh, might be one of the answers and the other ones, but that's why I do what I do.
1: Awesome. Love that. All right. We're going to take a pause here real quick to, for a quick message from our sponsor. This leads us into our lightning round questions. Uh, The rules on the lightning round are very simple. You have 30 seconds or less to answer each question. You ready?
2: Ready. Let's go.
1: All right, Seth. What is your favorite hack? This can be personal. This can be business. Anything goes here at this point.
2: Yeah, right now, just, you know, my life is very busy. So I think my best hack is my wife introduced me to binaural beats. So I take that quick um, power nap with binaural beats and I wake back up refreshed and ready to go.
0: That is so I'm not familiar with that. We'll give you an extra 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, (laughs) You know, I don't know the science behind it, but binaural beats is just a sound wave frequency that they're using that you put your headphones on and it goes difference between your left and your right side. Um, And it's something that allows you to get in that right sound wave or or brain wave, I guess, to allow you to have the most peaceful rest for that power nap where it's 15, 20, 30 there's a whole bunch of different ones out there. YouTube, all different spots. You can look some up, try it. Just look up um, binaural beats.
0: Cool. Well, we're going to have to check that out. Well, Seth, what is your favorite advice that you've ever been given? And 2014 extra bonus points, if you can tell us how you applied it.
2: Yeah, I would say one of the best advice that actually stuck. I've probably been given so many more, but I have to give credit to uh, John Spence. I was at one of his conferences in San Diego, the first time I met him. And the advice he gave me was, Seth, focus on personal growth and emotional intelligence. And so how I've implied that is started yearly from that point. I believe that was in 2015. He provided me with this kind of yearly self-review. And I started doing that every year. And that includes you know, past, present, and future goals and questionnaires. It's, it's pretty long. It takes me probably about an hour, hour and a half. Um, and then I review it. and it takes a bit more. And then on top of that, you know, just always looking ways to improve myself by listening to audiobooks that are self-development, um, taking as many self-development quizzes and stuff like that, and then just applying it. Because if I personally grow, it allows me, I believe, to better lead those folks around me.
1: Love it. Okay. So Seth, tell us what is your superpower?
2: You know, this may not be the most common superpower, but what's near and dear to my heart and passion is I believe my superpower is a a uh, servant's heart. Whenever I walk into a room, I always want to try to find a way to serve people or solve a problem that I see that may be struggling. Or, you know, some lady walking into a room and carrying some, I'm going to run over and, and help her carry that. And so that's passion to me. And I, I love to look for that in other people. And so it's near and dear to me. So I'd say servant's heart is, is my superpower.
0: That is so cool. I, I think that's one of the best superpowers that we've had, in, if not ever, but definitely in a long time. Well, thank you. Seth, what gets you excited and just jumped out of bed other than I guess the, uh, the, the, your, <laughs> your rest, the, the, the beats.
1: Uh, <laughs>
2: binaural beats what? What? You know, that's right. You what can play binaural beats as well. There's binaural beats, uh, waves that you can play through the night. And I've done that as well. And it really does help. But you know, the dad joking me on that question is going to say, it's my core muscles that sit me up out of bed and put my feet on the ground. But, uh, you know, the why behind that is kind of like I advocated to earlier was, My team, I really want to get up and go provide those opportunities. Because if I don't go out there, they don't have the opportunities they need to be able to put food on their table and meet their goals. So that's my big why there.
1: So awesome. I absolutely love
2: that. Thank you.
1: All right. So how can the Aggie Network get in touch with you and support you moving forward?
2: Yeah, Chris, um, I would love to have the opportunity to help anybody. If they have any questions about their personal or business insurance needs, help them review them and make sure they're taken care of. You guys can do that by um, call or texting me at 972-329-4811. And if you want some uh, great informational context, you can follow my wife on Instagram, our business, I should say. Um, That's OTT Insurance TX. That's O-T-T Insurance TX on Instagram.
0: Well, Seth, thank you so much for sharing your entrepreneurial journey. Thank you for for your servant's heart and really wanting to be able to, to provide value, but then also to, to say, okay, look, this, this, this is a tool, but it's so much more impactful. And, and I can attest that you do that with all of your clients and you really for, for you just to share that openly with us on Aggie Growth Hacks and our listeners. We appreciate it so much, man.
2: Well, thank you for this opportunity guys as well. It means just as much as to me as it does you then. So I really do appreciate it.
1: Well, how about that, Ags? Is that pretty cool or what? I know that I took a lot of things away from that interview with Seth and, you know, wrote down a ton of stuff here in my notebook. What was your favorite takeaway there,
0: Greg? Well, Chris, I think the biggest thing that comes across, and it comes across immediately, is Seth's servant heart. I mean, he really wants to serve those that he works with, those that work for him, those he serves, the community that, that he is. I mean, we were talking, even talking a little bit about afterwards how he's involved with the real estate investment group there in the Frisco area and how he just wants to provide them value to be able to look at, at the risk that they've got. And he takes that approach throughout his entire business. He had the diligence and the ability to provide clarity On what he actually brings and what sets him apart, because, I mean, he said, you know, look, I don't set the prices for your insurance, but I can tell you exactly the type of client that works best with me and gets the most value out of me. And and so really, when you marry that servant's heart and that passion for education with the ability to speak clearly and the value that you bring. Oh, my gosh, it's not going to be long before he's going to have that good uh, Aggie number of 12 employees uh, <laughs> underneath yeah. him to be able to just have him grow. Uh, w- what about you? What did you take away?
1: Well, I had a couple of takeaways. The first one is, you know, he, he said that his favorite advice was uh, given to him by a man named John Spence to start with personal growth and uh, emotional intelligence. Right. So the personal growth that's been almost my entire Entrepreneurial journey myself. It is just constant striving for bettering myself, right? And making sure, and this is part of it. The Aggie Growth Hacks podcast is part of that entrepreneurial journey of personal growth because I'm finding out what's making these other really super successful entrepreneurs tick. So I 100% agree with that. And, and that was one of the things that I started. The other thing is the NAVs, right? I. <laughs> I I live in a house that I'm sorry, honey, if you're listening to this, no one in in my household lets me nap. So, I mean, I think that's the coolest idea is to take a nap in the middle of the day real quick, even if it's just short power 15 minute nap you know, to recharge your batteries just a little bit. I might have to learn how to do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that's funny. I, I, I think I told you, but in my wife's family, when I met them, like, like growing up, I really didn't take naps. I mean, after you're about five, you yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, napping is a competitive sport in my in-laws house. So it was, uh, <laughs> but that's really, but the program or whatever that, that he said, we're going to have to check it
1: out. Yeah. Absolutely, binary uh, binaryal beats. I'm, I'm definitely going to look binaural that up right beats. here. Binaryal <laughs> beats, yeah.
0: Well, Ags, that's going to do it for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We we hope that you enjoyed it, and we hope that you reach out to Seth, e- even if you're not in the uh, looking for any type of insurance or anything like that. You know, you just hearing his servant's heart and his willingness to provide education on the risks that every one of us have and how to protect yourself how to quantify your goals you're not going to be sorry if you connect with with seth on linkedin facebook instagram while you're on the social medias i hope that you connect with aggie growth hacks we'd really love it if you would go out and find the aggie growth hacks facebook group and join that if you don't know where that is connect with chris and i we'd send you a direct link and we'd love it if you'd also would leave rating or review or comment on this podcast,
1: wherever you're listening. We also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head on over to their website now for a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash mcfarren Well, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hacked their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig'em.